have seen the worst And there is nothing left for me to hate So I can lay me down My brothers on the ground I bled today until Coyote comes to raise me Remember to have to turn that bit off. It's just like riding a bike, boys. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Scottish Rugby Podcast. Uh, it is me, John Anderson, hosting tonight. Uh, I am joined by the terrible twosome themselves. We've got Craig Manson. Good evening, Craig. Hello, good evening, and welcome. <laughs> that was very broadcaster-esque. That was beautiful, Craig. Uh, and, well, you know, let's see where this, this wonderful beautiful, boy... Beautiful usually goes in front of my name every time. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. That's... <laughs> Whoever tells you that, just you know, keep them, keep them well um, monetized. Make sure that you, you know, keep keep the money flowing, buddy. We're also joined by Johnny McGinty. Good evening, Johnny. Good evening. How are we doing? I appreciate this is a mostly audio format, but I've just noticed it looks like Craig's come back from Amsterdam with a mustache. It does yes. actually. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's a valid point. It's um, my, uh, it's my special mustache. <laughs> <laughs> If ever there was a reason to get yourself involved uh, and support us a wee bit so that you can see this live and exclusive, uh, it's to see Craig's moustache. But you can support the, the podcast over at patreon.com slash Scottish Rugby Podcast. Three pounds a month will get you exclusive content and we'll get you the hands in the rock every week, which is us having a, a, a sweary about certain things that have got us a wee bit riled, uh, or things that we've quite enjoyed, which I think this week we may have some stuff that we quite enjoyed. Is that fair to say, boys? It's plenty that got us riled anyway, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah it's, an, it's an annoying thing that's uh, that's also caused me a lot of amusement this week. <laughs> yes, so um, yeah, head over to patreon.com and give us give us a wee bit of support. Three pounds a month, we'll get you that. You can, of course, pay five pounds a month if you're feeling a flush. But you know, any support you can give the podcast is gratefully received. Uh, tonight, boys, we have had no rugby in in the the the, the Scotland. Uh, we've had no Super Six. We've had no. Um, Pro games, so we 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 find ourselves just having one game to preview, and it is the big one, the eighteen seventy two cup, uh, the final leg, final game of the season for both Glasgow and Edinburgh. Um, winner takes all in terms of um, well, who gets battered by Leinster and, and Munster, um, but also there's Champions Champions Cup at stake. It's the so what, Pizza Crunch Trophy decider. Pizza Crunch Trophy decider. We knew it would come down to this, didn't we? When they when Jay-Z uh, started the URC, he knew it would come down to Glasgow v Edinburgh at the Big House uh, on a balmy Saturday night in May uh, for the Pizza Crunch Trophy. Um, so we're going to preview that one. First, we'll do a wee bit of news. Um, just going to, yeah, we'll, <laughs> not, going to, not going to address that. Uh, wee bit of news. Um, let's, the, 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 the news, kind of out of the blue, Beautiful, beautiful Hugh Jones is returning to Glasgow after one season at Harlequins. Uh, it's coming coming back on a multi-year contract, uh, which adds to the confusion of the contracts that the, the SRU hand out. Multi-year, probably. Do we think that's two? Is that? Uh, I think it is usually yeah, two or three. I think 
Is it multi years, two or three, long terms, three or four? Right. So, uh, regular listeners will, of course, know that we've spent a long time trying to crack the code that is the contract uh, announcements that the SRU put out. But, uh, yeah, so Hugh Jones is back. Craig, um, that kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, what's, what's your initial take on that? Um, panic stations, panic stations. Quick, let's sign someone that the Glasgow uh, Warriors fans love to make me look better and not get me fired. <laughs> I thought you were saying panic stations at first, Craig. No, like, you're no. clearly being sarcastic there. I'm being incredibly sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going it, to come back to this trip. Big, ooh, Glasgow Warriors, we love you, we love you. I was, I was rubbish. That, <laughs> that's basically what the what the Warriors fans are going to be like. Well, speaking. Of- to, uh, speaking as a Warriors fan, Johnny, <laughs> how, how, you don't help me here, Craig. You don't help me. Listen, I, I, you know, I'm out of practice. I'm coming back straight into the hot seat here and I'm getting this off you. I mean, this is just it's, uh, not not acceptable. Johnny, um, pleasantly surprised that Hugh, who who left because he was costing too much, is coming back? Very. Yeah, I love, I love Hugh Jones. I've made absolutely no secret about it. Um, not only do I think he's beautiful, I think he's fantastic. I am excited to have him back. I, to be fair to Craig, I am slightly wary that we've, we're only a year out of the return of Big Uncle Knack Knack, and we all know how that went. Um, so I, I, yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to see a repeat. We are as well. Let's not forget. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we weren't expecting much from that, though, were we? Uh, I mean, there was there was there was certain sections in the supporter group who. Uh, believed that the 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 Worcester weir would would come back and <laughs> um, would deliver, but yeah, they hmm, sadly proven wrong. Um, the thing is, like Hugh Jones has been really good this year. Um, yeah. Has played thirteen and fifteen for Harlequins. Has scored some really nice tries. Has played really really well. Defensively, has played quite well in the Premiership as well, which. Um, I was I was never really huge on Hugh Jones' defensive abilities, so I kind of if he if he comes back play the way he's played in the Premiership, then it'll be nice to have him back. It'll be nice to have him back anyway because he's good to look at. But is <laughs> is a very attractive uh, young man. That's safe to say. Um, I think I think it's an interesting one because you don't often get the chance to sign an international centre slash fullback slash potentially winger, um, and he won't he won't be on. Silly money coming back. Like he's he's not he'll not be coming back on what he was on initially at Glasgow. Let's let's be quite clear about that. I would I would presume, but it's it's a strange one because it's a position that Glasgow probably have more depth in than they've had in a long time. You know, particularly if you consider him primarily as a fullback, which he's been playing majority of his time at Harlequins. You know, you've got Josh Mackay, you've got Ollie Smith's been playing fullback as well. You've got Cole Forbes can play fullback. There's there is a lot of cover there. It might be interesting because it might actually be this signing that means that Ollie Smith gets moved to thirteen, which the Glasgow <laughs> fans have been crying out for. It's but yeah, it's a know. weird one, and it, you're right enough. And you know, it's it's two positions that that we're not struggling at. Well, we're, we are probably struggling more at thirteen, but. My understanding was that he moved away because he didn't want to be playing 13. Uh, and I think, so, you know, obviously, when it comes to Scotland, he's going to struggle to get into the team. He's probably got more chance now of getting into the team at 15 than he does at 13. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, to, to be, to so, be fair, so, play, he has been playing very, very well at 15. Yeah. Um, and if he can bring his Harlequins um, sort of uh, momentum that he's built down there, um, to Glasgow, I think he's been a shrewd signing, to be honest with you. But um, if we, as we all know, with Hugh Jones, uh, he's, he's either delightful or an absolute devil. So, you know, you just have to, uh, fingers crossed, he's going to be delightful for you. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think that's that's the 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 big challenge for any manager is to get Hugh Jones feeling confident and get my runner games in a position. So, yeah, fingers crossed. I think it's a very very good signing and. It had been rumoured for quite some time, actually, that there was that it was going to happen. But uh, I think a lot of Glasgow fans were, were including myself, were taken by surprise. Actually, that, it, that eventually went through. It's 
Wasn't he yesterday when he said he's only coming back because he missed sharing a house with Ollie Kebble? Is <laughs> one of my favorite things I've seen this week. I mean, who wouldn't miss sharing a house with Holly exactly. Cable? Yeah, I mean that must be it must be a beautiful experience. Uh, that that hunk of South African beef. Um, but well, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny has shared a, shared a room with a prop, and he under, he knows exactly what it's like. <laughs> I know the joy, the pain, I'm familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, so that brings us quite nicely on, obviously, to the the, the main event. Um, as we mentioned, the Pizza Crunch uh, trophy. Uh, <coughs> have you, have it's you not just news? all It's just not all Hugh Jones here, by the way. Just because two news? Glasgow Warriors. I runs. think I said, "Is there any news?" And I think you just ignored me. So, uh, oh. what's your what's your news, Craig? Well, first of all, Mark Bennett's just resigned for Edinburgh. Beautiful, great sign. Apart from apart from the fact that I don't know if it was covered last week when I wasn't here, but uh, Pierre Schumann's resigned for uh, for Edinburgh. Actually, it was covered. I, I would presume that was covered. Yes, that was yep. covered. Yes, um, that, but, was yeah, in, but... that was in the BBC News. The Mark Bennett one hasn't been so. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, uh, Benzo's resigned. Um, uh, and Christine, and, don't forget you signed all the same and the, too. And the <laughs> Prince of the Prince of Hoyk has uh, signed this uh, today. Actually, it was announced. So, uh, yeah, um, and actually on form, uh, Christine has. Uh, oh, Benz was on form as well. But um, you expect that from him. But with Christine, has really been playing some fantastic rugby. Have really you so. nicknamed Mark Bennett Benzo? Yeah. What's your point? It's disgusting. <laughs> You should have him removed from your squad purely for that disgusting attempt at nickname. Hey, listen, you're trying to turn a you're trying to turn a, a has been Australian into a Scotland player, so come on. <laughs> Look, big tempo have words for you, mate. None of that. Adding O's to the end of everyone's nickname now. No, none of that. No, I, uh... Look, Dempo's a good name. Benzo. What what? There's no even a Z what Benzo? I knew I'd heard Benzo somewhere before, and it's the street name for a kind of sedative, which is really, really <laughs> accurate for Mark Bennett. Sorry, uh, what, why, is it, why is it accurate, John? Why is it accurate, John? Look, I'm not suggesting that Mark Bennett's range of abilities puts me to sleep, but it wouldn't be far off. Oh, I think you're going to be eating those words by the end of the weekend. <laughs> well... Well, funnily enough, uh, we'll be we'll be finding this all out in person because, uh, as some of you will know, we are of course uh, doing a another podcast meetup. We realised after spending a few hours in each other's company before that we don't completely dislike each other, just marginally. So we're going to put that to the test and try to you know interact with each other again and see you know if we can finally come to blows or you know create create a, a proper Glasgow Edinburgh rivalry riot or something. My biggest concern is that Cammy's gonna get us arrested for him trying yeah. to like steal Flinty. Yeah if anything goes wrong this time we can blame it on Cammy because he wasn't yeah. there last time. Yeah. I, I yeah, really that... fear he's gonna abduct him. It is quite terrifying. He really has got um a problem um with uh, <laughs> um uh, any type of mascot that has changed in any way, uh, Cammy really has a problem with it. I'm, I'm quite scared. Really not, really not happy. So uh, yeah, there has been there has been shouts that he's going to perform a citizen's arrest this weekend on on Flinty uh, or the fake Flinty, as he will henceforth. Hashtag not his Flinty. Not his Flinty, exactly. Yes. <laughs> so maybe it's Benzo that's actually Flinty. Oh, just I'm I'm absolutely aghast at that. That's that's really upset me, Craig. That's oh, come on now, Craig. come on now. When you think about some of the nicknames you boys have come up with, give so, us so a break. Mark Bennett, when he was at Glasgow, was simply known as God. So and you're that, just jealous that we've got and that, him. That now, says so that's everything that, that, that you know. He was He's simply God, made... and then Johnny's just been ripping him apart. Come on, he plays for Edinburgh now. Yeah, he went down at here, didn't he? So you know. <laughs> anyway, we will be there for the match. Uh, so... Forty hours till kick off. I don't think we can sustain this for that long. No, I think it's going to it's going to come to some sort of uh, harsh words and uh, you know, grateful hands in the rock, shaking fists. <laughs> um, so uh, the good thing, obviously, at the weekend is it is at the big house, so we'll all be able to see. Um, no, not my hashtag, not my home, not my home venue. Not you, not my home. <laughs> you, you, nothing's yours tonight, Craig. No, absolutely. Hashtag defo my benzo. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> it's a Glasgow conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be. 
I think it should be a good crowd uh, there on Saturday as well, and hopefully we get a, get treated to um, a, a, let's say an eight, a, a, a not not typical eighteen seventy two because generally with them being held in the middle of winter they're normally slugfests, but um, the ones at the end of the season tend to be quite quite high scoring, quite interesting. And how many points have Edinburgh got to make up to to take home the Pizza Crunch Trophy and the eighteen seventy two? I don't think we have any worries about that. We, we win the, yeah, but that's the average thing. That's that's to take the eighteen seventy two cup. We're not ah, really yeah. worried about that. Yeah, We're worried about the, the five points that um, we take that puts us above you in the URC. Five points. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So straight up so, calling uh, a bonus point. That's well, why not. And, uh, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Listen, we've got you know, and then we've got uh, if we take those five points, then we're going to be also we're going to take the pizza crunch trophy. Um, and then we're also going to get European um, Champions Cup rugby, and then you guys can be in the Diddy Cup. What's that, Johnny? We're thirteen points ahead. Thirteen so points. For ahead. Them, for them Seriously, boys, if you want the eighteen seventy-two cup, you can have it. We'll take the we'll <laughs> take the uh, the the European Cup, and you can be in the Diddy Cup next year, and all that. Well, we we'll see what the outcome is. I think um, <laughs> it's so. Craig, I, I I would presume I know the answer to this, but in terms of the, the personnel available to Edinburgh, is there any glaring omissions that are going to miss out at the weekend? Is a or who's going to be the who's going to be the key men? Um, yeah, we are we are a little bit light um, on the old propage. Um, it's going to be an interesting one. See how we get along with that, especially considering you've got a couple of Goliaths in your front row um, that will be available for 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 yourselves. Um, I think we will be missing, if I'm right in saying we're missing, um, oh goodness, who else are we missing? We're going to be missing Moyano, I think, Immelman, in the, so the Moyano in the wing, um, and also Immelman at 15. So I reckon it will be Van der Volt will go to 15. So he's been solid at 15, but he doesn't provide the, he, you know, he's not he's not a natural 15 where Immelman has been a natural 15. So, um, so those two will be will be missed, um, uh, Lou and De Bruyne, and also um, and I keep forgetting his name, um, the other prop, uh, Bo and Venter. They're both out completely for the rest of the season. So yeah, um, well, I think it will stifle us a little bit. But I think what I'm wor- more worried about is the other players overplay to try and cover the the the. the the sort of the um, the missing players. However, um, from what I can see, Darcy will be back and is available for for selection, um, along with um, ah, the big lad. Um, I'm having a nightmare today. I've had a long week. Um, <laughs> Marshall Sykes has been cleared. He's he's attended his um, he's uh, speeding. Um, he's speeding um, course and uh, he's been cleared by the URC to come back so he's available for selection as well so yeah he might shut up Ryan Wilson Well moving, moving on to Ryan Wilson Johnny, uh, similar question so Glasgow obviously what, what both teams have got everything to play for so full, expecting full, full noise from both teams Yeah I would think so um, Rory Darge is obviously our big concern, well not even a concern he's not going to be playing so yeah, um, so. that's that's a loss. I wouldn't be surprised to not see Duncan Weir in the team again. Given that think... Dun- Duncan Weir was uh, gallivanting at the football yesterday, so Duncan oh, Weir will not be playing. I would imagine. Good. <laughs> um, to be honest, you know, although we did fall away against Leon, having him there wouldn't have made a difference. Yeah. Um, the guy, the guys who were in the team for Leon, more or less all played pretty well, other than the standard Glasgow collapse. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't think we'll be seeing too many changes. I would have liked to have Rory Darge, but you do what you can with what you've got, I guess. Yeah, and I think, I think Glasgow have obviously found themselves, particularly, you know, it's, it's the back row has been pretty injury hit over the last wee while, and it's obviously one of the areas where Edinburgh kind of pride themselves in being very, very strong. Um, do you think that, that'll play into it, Johnny? Yeah, I think so. I mean, nobody's messing about with, with an 1872 decider, are they? Even without having 
the Pizza Crunch Trophy on the line and our URC playoff position on the line, everybody everybody's going to be good for it. So, especially around the breakdown, you want to have your your best players at full capability. And I think Glasgow could just about do it. You know, when we were at, when Glasgow were down in South Africa, um, the breakdown at the start of those two games was ridiculous, like basically bordered on violent. And I think without those are the players that we need to have going again for this game and see if we can we can bring some of that intensity. Just going to pop this up on the screen. Uh, Billy McDev, does the aggregate score fall within the rules of the normal URC and can it affect league position? Or is it essentially just a thing between Glasgow and Edinburgh? So it's uh, the aggregate thing is for the 1872 Cup. So it is absolutely a thing between Glasgow and Edinburgh. But the score... Will count towards you know your points gained, your um your your points difference in the league, and obviously there is still the five league points up up yeah. uh, up for grabs, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's an absolutely crucial match, and it is in some ways. But you know we've we've had we've had our we've had lots of chat this season, Craig, about the varying fortunes of Glasgow and Edinburgh, mm. and how you know we've talked about the scheduling and. How you know certain certain teams might have had a, a slightly easier start to the season, you know, but it's all balanced out, and ultimately it's all come down to one fixture. So I mean, that's pretty exciting from Scottish rugby perspective. I think I think you know what what's where we are, um, especially Edinburgh um, over the last wee while. Okay, the first year, two, sorry, the second year, Cocker's reign. Um, we got into European Cup quarter, and we were we we seemed to be doing something. So we kind of forgot about the usual the usual lowly position in the league, etc. But in the in the past, the eighteen seventy two Cup was everything. As long as we beat Glasgow, then then you know we've had a successful season, um, or we've had a better season, or the or the or the fans were happy with it, but. Um, I think at this moment in time, for Mike Blair's first year, um, it's been a successful season, which which is weird because if you look at the position that we're both in, we're both equal on points in the URC. Glasgow fans are, are not happy with what's going on and Edinburgh fans are really happy with what's going on. So it's it's a really interesting mix to see, um, you know, and, if, and, and so it will be... You know, I think it's great for Scottish rugby. I just think that what we need to do is start getting a little bit more of an edge. Um, uh, you know, both in in our in our in our two um, uh, our two uh, uh, our two professional teams as well as Scotland. You know, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, and I, I guess I guess it's interesting, Johnny, as well, because we've had situations in the past where we've come up to these these kind of games at the end of the season, and it has meant something for one team or or the other. Um, and there's always been the kind of like the SRU or the paymasters of both teams. You know what 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 doth you choose to do, boys? But it it really will just be all you know. All, all the gloves will be off, and um, there'll be I think there'll be players looking at this as a an opportunity as well, obviously with the Scott, the summer tour coming up, um, and what looks like it'll be a slightly extended squad, I think, for the summer tour, given that they've got the the A game against Chile as well. You know, there'll be there'll be a lot of players thinking if I put in a, a decent shift against my opposite man, I could be finding myself getting international honours over the summer. Yeah, and it is one thing we've kind of lost a little bit is that obviously the eighteen seventy two games would normally have been over Christmas and around the time of the Six Nations squad coming out. So the summer tour squad doesn't quite have the same prestige, I don't think. But at the same time, like you say, it's a, it's a chance for guys in the in the wider squad or in consideration for the wider squad to kind of put their hands up, eh, take down some of the big names as well. That's You've got to think that, that most of the guys who were on the Lions tour last year are now going to be involved in this game. Um, there will be guys in there who are kind of just on the very verges of the squad and if they could put in a, a good performance against somebody who's a year out from playing for the Lions then that's a really good way of, of getting yourself noticed for, for the summer so it should be exciting it's nice, and it's nice to have both teams still in contention as well, like it just makes it a bit more fun 
We'll touch on it before, Craig. How much of a difference does it make it being at the big house? Um, I think we've we've been fairly successful at the big house. To be perfectly honest, it's uh, you know I, I have a laugh and a joke about it, and I do actually believe that if it was in the damn health, um, you you know we'd it would be an advantage. Um, and it, it is. I do feel it's a little bit unfair that it's not happening in the damn health. But I, I understand the economics of it all, and I understand that. Um, the SRU are never going to turn turn down an, an extra fifteen thousand ticket pairs. You know, they, they just won't. So, um, but we've we've been pretty good in the in Murrayfield. Um, so I think uh, as as you've both said already, I think it's going to be a fantastic. We're going to everyone's going as full noise as they possibly can. So it's going to be a really interesting game to watch. Yeah, it's it, it really will be, and I think. Um... I, th- I think I'd probably go a step further. I agree. I think you have you have done well uh, at at Murrayfield, um, particularly you know particularly in the bigger games where you've you've had um, you know you've had teams over there and you you have you have went well and the pitch does seem to suit you, which is interesting because it's a, obviously a massive big pitch, but then you play in the damn health and it's a it's, you know it's a compact wee pitch, mm. and it, it 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 does seem weird that you go well on, on both, but. Um, it'll be interesting as well, and I, I know obviously from a Scotland perspective, the guys, you know, they're fairly used to this. But both teams playing on the, the kind of artificial surfaces and then going into the into the grass, it'll be really for me. It'll be really interesting to see how, particularly the scrummage goes. I can't believe I'm coming to you, Johnny, with this, but I'll come to you since you're an expert back row. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, scrummage. Edinburgh do have problems at prop, but then. You know, Glasgow haven't necessarily always capitalised on perceived weaknesses in opposition scrummaging. Um, where, where do you see... Is, is that something Glasgow are going to manage here or, or are we going to see parity? I don't know. It, it's such a difficult... Especially the scrub, it's difficult when you have to factor in how pumped up everybody's going to be for this game. Um, and, you know, like you say... With Glasgow, sometimes you go into the, into a game thinking, oh, they've got the upper hand here and it never really materialises. Other times, Glasgow went down to South Africa a couple of weeks ago, put the Bulls forwards on roller skates for the first 25 minutes, and nobody would have seen that coming. So the front row in particular for Glasgow is, is a really difficult one to predict. You know, they'll, they'll pull out an incredible performance out of nowhere when you weren't expecting it, and then they'll go up against the team where you think, oh, we've got their front row on toast, no bother, and really, really struggle. Um, factoring in, obviously, a really big crowd. Factoring in, like you say, it's real real grass, which neither of the front rows have played at home on this season. That There are places up for grabs. People are going to be hyped up to get in there. It, it, literally anything could happen, I think. I'm excited about it. You also have to remember that the... Um... <clears throat> the the four starters which you probably expect to start, which will be Kevil, um, Xander, um, VP, and Pierre Schumann, they've all scrummaged against each other in training um, uh, on a regular basis. So it'll be really interesting to see how the uh, how that goes, um, and it may be the uh, the the added extras of the non Scotland players who will will make a difference. Yeah, that, that familiarity. It's, it, it is one of the unique things, obviously, about the, with only having the two pro clubs and both clubs supplying such a significant amount of players to the Scotland setup. It really, it really is interesting. These guys spend a lot of time together through the year, you know, at Scotland camp um, and do train against each other very regularly. So, I mean, it's probably most pronounced in the front row, as you rightly say, Craig, but it'll be, like we were saying earlier, battles across all the different positions. People know how they play. And as you as you say, you know, I think I think the non-Scots qualified players or the guys who are fairly new to this fixture will be the guys who make the biggest difference. Or, or even, you mentioned it earlier on, you know, Yako playing at fullback. It's just something different for... Glasgow to think about and you know vice versa there'll be Glasgow players playing probably slightly out of position and that gives Edinburgh something to think about I think it's 
it's a great opportunity for the coaches to put on a real kind of display of of what Scottish rugby is all about. And um, I, I like Johnny. I'm really excited for it. Um, I'm not, strangely, I'm not I'm not nervous at all. Like not at all. And I'm not even angry anymore. I'm just disappointed in Danny Wilson. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. I'm I'm looking forward to the whole thing, to be honest. And you know, I'm looking forward to all, all getting together for a couple of beers and hoping it'll be a good game. We don't get a summer 1872 very often. Summer. Um, but no, I think the, the whole thing, it should be a nice atmosphere at Murrayfield on Saturday as well. So. Do you mean the fake rivalry will not be, not, <laughs> not, not be there? We're trying our hardest. <laughs> well, I noticed that Glasgow uh, Glasgow um, Warriors Twitter were starting to uh, starting to get a little bit. Um, what's the word? Well, I would I, I would use a different word, but I can't use it at the moment. But they're getting a bit chippy. Um, so it'll be interesting. Uh, just uh, if they want to keep going with that, we'll just keep a little bit quieter and just ex- just. Uh, Enjoy what, reminding what, them. What, what do you mean, Chippy Craig? What's 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 Glasgow Warriors Twitter been doing? I think this, this, they were saying something about let's. Uh, it looks like that we've bought the Glasgow Warrior Nation has bought most of the tickets in Murrayfield, so we're looking forward to making it a, like a home game and all this garbage. So it's is, just is like, that Chippy or is that factually accurate? <laughs> that's Chippy, and you just keep yourself <laughs> back in, get yourself back in your box over in the corner. Listen, there. let's let's not forget that. And actually, we have to mention this: there are there are two really wonderful initiatives going on who are who are bringing people to the game on Saturday. One Absolutely. that Bruce, friend of the podcast, is involved with um, bringing in um, African refugees, Afghani refugees, Ukrainian refugees, uh, young carers, people from low incomes, and. Absolutely fantastic. Really, really good. They've given so many people the opportunity to come to the game. They've given them all an Edinburgh scarf because Edinburgh are clearly the ones that are looking for the numbers is all I'm going to say. But hey, a cracking initiative. And that it is. is. It's lovely. Yeah. I wouldn't play politics with uh, with, um, with uh, <laughs> refugees, so I'm not going to say a word. Um, well, I think, I think it is I fantastic. Agree, yeah. We've done really, really well. Yeah, absolutely yeah. fantastic. And that's what we really want to see. You know, we've obviously talked about rugby a lot as being this inclusive sport. And it's really important that in these situations where we have the opportunity to get people who traditionally wouldn't necessarily get an opportunity to attend a rugby match or attend a, an event like this, the the you know the difference that can make, even just thinking about like as a young kid, you know, the opportunity to go to uh, through my rugby club, I got the opportunity to go to one of the, the, the cup final days. And the difference that made to me wanting to be a rugby player and wanting to keep playing was incredible. And you know, that was that was someone who was into rugby. So the opportunity for people who maybe have never been to a rugby match um to 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 get to see what should be the showpiece event in the, the Scottish Pro Club game uh, is, is 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 incredible and uh, a great great well done to the guys who've been involved in that and obviously we 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 love to see those sort of initiatives. That's actual uh you know Rugby at its best, so it's great. To well, I'm, 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 I'm doing my same. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing um, someone uh, for a make a wish, uh, <laughs> and he wishes that he was an Edinburgh fan, <laughs> an Edinburgh fan. So he's getting to, he's getting to come along and sit in the, in amongst all the Edinburgh fans. I believe we're sitting quite close to you as well. I'm not sure what tickets Cammy's bought, but I think we're sitting. I think you're. Close. Are you above us, or are you the section I mean, long? Clear, clearly, we are, but you know. <laughs> Listen, there better, no, there better not be any pints of uh, something getting thrown down. That's for that would sure. be a waste of a good pint, Craig. Aye, <laughs> just keep, a, keep a control of Ian Hay. <laughs> <laughs> now, you guys know as well as I do, we've experienced this a number of times with, with the bowl taster. There is no control There's in Ian. no control in Ian. <laughs> no, Ian is a lot unto himself and will, will not be reined in by anyone. So, um, no, But it should be a really good day. Obviously, Anyone that watches the pod or listens to the pod, uh, East East Stand we're in, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. If you're in East Stand, pop along, say hello. Uh, you'll recognise us. We will be the the handsome guys sitting kind of <laughs> around each other. Um, but yeah, we'll be kicking about. Uh, I think we're planning to get there quite early anyway, so we'll be in the fan zone beforehand. Uh, pop along, say hello. Come and get your come and get a picture with your favourite podcasters. Uh, <laughs> put it up in your socials. <laughs> you've you've taken that too far. 
Uh, well, I mean, I'm just trying to distract from the fact Cammy's going to be running off trying to abduct your blooming uh, mascot, so <laughs> <laughs> try to drag him into a, you know, a citizen's would, arrest situation. I, I would like to remind the cult that um, that, that uh, some of the other um, podcast members will be there and to leave them alone. <laughs> I'm coming no, in peace to sit amongst you. There's no burning wicker men to be to be seen on site. Okay, that's it. Yeah, I mean, it does give you a good. It's good that we organised this quite early on because obviously it has given you the opportunity to clear, you know, the the, the effigies of uh, Jack Dempsey uh, and the various sort of uh, paraphernalia that you obviously have around the damn hill. It'll be it'll be, it'll be Johnny McGinty on fire scattered. I was going to say scattered underneath him as as effigies of Jack Dempsey. The high ball. <laughs> Never mind Jack Dempsey, they're burning me and you. <laughs> I mean, I would normally say it would be it would be Ian that would be getting burnt, but there would be you know there'd be a fear of flammable liquids there. So, I'll, uh, I'll pr- I, to be fair, I have spent all season bamming these up, so I would probably be first for the first for the fire for you. It's guys. like the Wicker Man, but they're going to chain us inside to the original Flinty costume and set <laughs> It's a wicker plenty we've built. Highly probable. (laughs) Made of dubious materials. (laughs) So, no, it should be good fun. And obviously, um, yeah, come and say hello. Um, We'll try and and get a hold of plenty. We'll try and stop Cammy stealing them because obviously, you know, you're getting for a lot of time. You know, don't think you're going to get another fight. Sorry, you're breaking up, John. Have you gone quiet? He's completely stalled there. Has he? Has he gone, Johnny? Has it had enough? Has Flinty been involved? I, th- I think Flinty's got him. Yeah. Yeah, Flinty's got him. He's... Oh, we're getting him back. Flinty's relented. Are you here? What's happened? Back, Sean. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, Flinty didn't steal me. There was. Uh, I, I mean, I'm just thinking there's some interference here, clearly from. East, East Coast here, just uh, <laughs> interfering with our with our uh, broadcast message here. Uh, right, so predictions, Craig. What's the result going to be? Who's who's going to who's going to shine, and what's the result? Um, I think the uh, greatest showman is going to be all over the park, as he, as he has been for the last uh, few games for Edinburgh. Um, I think Maggie Magnus Bradbury is going to be incredibly dangerous as well, trying to show everyone that he's going to be missed. Um, but actually, the man who's going to shine—Are you ready for this? Do you think I'm going? To, do you think I'm going to say the words? Nah, you're going to nah. say that. Nah, you're going to say Benzo. No, no, I'm going to go for the Boff Boffelli. I think is going to be the, the going to be the one that will shine because I think it, it's going to be one of those situations where we're going to cancel each other out and attack. Um, and I think uh, it may be coming down to um, who can kick the best. And I think um, I think Buffelli has been has has proven this year that he's uh, an incredibly got an incredibly good boot on him. So I think actually you might find that uh, that um, Buffelli will be the the star of the show. Do you think Benzo mm. and the Boff is like uh, like sounds like a Nickelodeon cartoon? It does, doesn't it? Yes, it's actually a castle. Well, what tends to happen is because we didn't have a running track close to the side of the pitch, we can get closer to our players. And we get to know them a little bit better, and we get to, uh, you know, we get to be just. You know, I, I, I well, Mark Bennett I, I, said I, I, to you personally, "Please name me after a sedative." <laughs> but the funny thing about it is, you just called him God about ten minutes ago. <laughs> I mean, sedative. You're not the ones that named him after a sedative. <laughs> yeah. It's. I mean, I have heard see. that you guys can get closer to your players. I mean, the, the you know the 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 suggestions, the various uh, restraining orders have been noted. Um, well, Flint, Flinty does feel very nice. <laughs> um, I was really so, hoping that Ross Ford was inside the costume. It never happened. Oh, that would have been it's honestly gutted. that that would have been devastating for you. Uh, right. I, I mean, you haven't. I, I think you're going Edinburgh win, Craig. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, I think I think Edinburgh are going to win it. I think you may find it'll be actually. I'm going to go by Edinburgh by ten. Okay, okay, Johnny. Just while just while you took a drink there, I was waiting on it getting spat out. But yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm, I'm going to go closer than that. I'll say Glasgow by five, and I will say obviously we're expecting big things from Jack Dempsey because we always are. Um, Tempo. 
but but a return to a return to proper game managing form for Ali Price, I think, will be the difference. And, I think and he gets back on the Murrayfield pitch, and he he's back to his lion standard. Box kicking's back in, his game management's back in. Ali Price Sorry. will Ali Price will be the difference. Have you been you've been talking to Mark Bennett again there, Craig? Oh, it's just uh, it's just <laughs> Ali Price has been talking to Conor Murray about how to box kick. So yeah, so Glasgow by five, Edinburgh by ten. Um, un, unsurprising that we would we would both pump uh, for our respective teams. I think I think you're absolutely right. I think if Glasgow can decide to play uh, in the period between fifty and sixty minutes, then they've got a great opportunity. If they decide to only play half the game like they have done in the past, then I think Edinburgh will wipe the floor with them. So you know, big big performances required by by everyone, but uh, you know. Again, heart heart's got a real head here, and I think Glasgow will do it. And I think I think it will be close. I think you're probably about right, Johnny. Five five to seven points, uh, possibly even closer. I think it'll come down to goal kicking. I think Ross Thompson uh, will, will will have a great game and uh, will kick us to victory. Have we ever found out what he mumbles to himself? I think he just mumbles, Ross. You're amazing, son. Come on, son. <laughs> Let's just do this. I think okay, it's. Mate. I'd like to see Blair Kinghorn do this. By the, by, the power, by the power of the pudding, I'm going to get this over. <laughs> he simply says, "Blair Kinghorn, where's my pajamas? Who wears Ross Thompson pajamas?" I don't think Blair Kinghorn would fit in Ross Thompson's pajamas. Oh, no. that there would be, there'd be up his scarf a fair bit. I mean, and, it would be an interesting look. Blair Kinghorn is getting selected for Scotland ahead of Ross Thompson, so. <laughs> let's let's maybe not go down that route, and perhaps that is a beautiful place to leave uh, the, the 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 first part of tonight's show. Uh, slightly shorter than than usual because obviously we only have one game to actually. No, we've got one more thing to mention. Yeah, because let's tease what has the going to be about. Let's do, the P, let's do the PG version. Let's do the P. I yes, I don't this, know if this I can is do this. not even. Let's do the U version, right? This is. I'm gonna. Like, I'm gonna test less... the limit of what's PG here. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. We 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 have a preview hands in the rock here, right? Because some of you may may have been aware of the Clown Prince of Banterbury himself um, being uh, being up to no good on Twitter uh, this this week. So Johnny. Give us, the, give us the story. Tell us about it. Tell us what happened. Okay, so the brief version is the Good, the Bad and Rugby Instagram account put out a photo of England's top caps and had Jason Leonard on it and I think Ben Young's on it. Uh, and Simi Pam, quite rightly, all-round hero, NHS doctor, Bristol superstar, England superstar, in waiting, rightly pulled them up and said, well, actually, no, England's most capped player is Rocky Clark. Please get your facts right. That's the England's most capped men's player you're talking about. Uh, and, and James Haskell always wanted to take a telly when it's been proven how categorically wrong he is, just uh, completely teed off on her for no reason. Started off by saying, have a day off. Um, and then when people said, why don't you stop being such a... Hands in the rock content, uh, just reacted more and more and more angrily, <laughs> getting to the point where he hilariously said, "Nobody's done more for women's rugby than us," <laughs> 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 which is just like a statement as incorrect as it is offensive. And like, what are you thinking? I mean, come on. I mean, I, I, we're going to get into this properly once we get into the grown-up section, but yeah, seriously, I mean, Craig, Craig, you're a big fan of James Haskell's. What was, what was, your, what was your take? Fiddly D, what, <laughs> what an absolute <laughs> screaming R- Roman Platt, perhaps. He is <laughs> not even the poster child for. Things of knit, ripping, knitting, and oh, I can't see it. I can't keep this up. The guy's a complete and it, hands of the rock. Just, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but what I will say, however, is that he's not the only one. And if you if you understand that, um, for example, uh, many times we have talked about Ross Ford and people in Scotland have talked about Ross Ford being the lead in Scottish caps um, for a rugby player. But actually, um, if I'm right and say I'm going to say this a bit, should I say this? And I'm sure it's Donna Kennedy is actually the the, the most capped Scottish player. Um, so. You know, it's it's been a what's the word? It's been in the background. It's been it's been, and uh, something that's that's gone on for a regular for a regular time, a lot of the time. And he has unfortunately, because he's opened his mouth and because he's in the position of of who he is, he's opened his mouth and he's been corrected and he's not taken well to being corrected. Um, so I think uh, it's it's just one of those situations. Who he is, by the way, is in the words of Shona Brown, a men's rugby player of semi-decent stature. Yes, yeah. Well, there's, 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 there's many more words we can use, and please do uh, do um, uh, join us on the uh, Patreon side of things to find out exactly how many words we'll describe him as. Yeah, the best thing about it, actually, has been the response from a lot of, of women's rugby players and people involved in the media on the women's rugby side uh, they have been hilarious. Um, like Shauna Browns was brilliant. Um, Hoppy Cleo's been at it. She was brilliant. Uh, Samantha Lovett, who's a Scottish women's player who plays over in America, does loads of like uh, Instagram and TikTok stuff. Some of hers were hilarious. She made a video of uh, <laughs> James Haskell uh, dressed up like uh, a little king on a wee horse that <laughs> just said here's James Haskell off to save the face of women's rugby and it's just him clopping along a little horse. The reactions have been hilarious and absolutely no less than he deserves. Um, so good. Uh, absolutely and I think the other thing to note with this situation, there was a very funny one put out that was uh, I think he, he did eventually apologise but it was like a fairly it was an I'm sorry you felt that way apology. Oh, which is no more than what you'd expect from him. Well, exactly. But then someone replied and said, well, it's great because the people that actually need to be apologised to, you've blocked most of them so they can't see this. Because <laughs> um, he is another one who is a good fan of the old block button. Or yeah, he took it button. really well. Well, funnily enough, uh, Stephen Jones is exactly the same sort of person here. I think he, he thinks he's done an amazing amount for women's rugby, but then whenever studies come out to set to tell the truth about what happens with Scott, with women's rugby, he calls it all a certain a few names and uh, and, and dismisses it um, rather easily. So I think um, all anyone who proclaims to be the saviour of women's rugby that isn't a woman uh, needs to sit but sit back down or get in the sea. It's a bold it's a bold claim, isn't it? It really it's is. Like um yeah. I mean I didn't think Haskell could <clears throat> get any more of a complex about how great he is. But I mean that is it's like it's like a proper, you know, massive statement. So sorry John No dude don't you go no 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 gets me is that is is fair enough if it was if it was any publication or any um male rugby player that's that's got a, a public presence who had come out and said something about the most capped player of their of their country and it was inaccurate if they automatically come out and go I'm really sorry um my mistake Here's the right. Here's the right information, etc., etc., etc. There wouldn't be a problem. The problem you have is that, and and so the, you wouldn't get as much of the media furore that has happened, and as much of the furore that has happened. The problem you have is that that James Haskell is an abs- a complete and utter hands are up content. Yes, hands are up content, and 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 he has been well known to have to have. Um, been you know a bully and being um you know he's he's there's many things that you can pin on him over a period of time people just need to do the research and have a look at it um and the problem you know so those who say well he's apologized for it just let's move on well there's a lot of people apologize for many many things and you know boris johnson has has apologized for (laughs) 
having all these parties and uh, and and we haven't moved on, you know. Well, I think that is probably as good a point as any to end our conversation for now about the bang average rugby player. <laughs> um, we 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 will be back after after the shenanigans of the eighteen seventy two next uh, on Saturday. We'll be back next week to review. Uh, what will be a titanic battle between the two sides and will inevitably result in a Glasgow win. And, um, yeah, uh, it should be good fun. Craig's pulling a face at me for the audio listeners. Of course he is. Uh... No, sorry, I was trying to read something on the screen and I forgot my glasses. I was just trying to look back and have a look. <laughs> yeah, all right, aye. That's what that death look looked like. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll be back. And uh, for now, we're going to head over to Patreon. We're going to head over to our exclusive content. If you pay your money, you can come and join us in due course. But for now, for those listening on the on the freemium, it is goodbye from me and goodbye from Johnny and Craig. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.